Hi, I'm Nikki Hancock, Section Editor of Nutri-Ingredients, and welcome to this podcast all about how to educate consumers about gut health. In this episode, I'm chatting to Lisa McFarlane, who's co-founded a company called The Gut Stuff, with her identical twin sister, Alana. And this company is devoted to educating consumers about gut health, right from the grassroots level. Now, Lisa and Alana actually began their career as DJs, and they're well known in the music scene as the Mac Twins. So I began by asking Lisa, how did they end up getting into the business of gut health education? Yeah, um, kind of surprisingly, organically, we uh, volunteer for Twin Research, which is the research facility um, at King's College and St Thomas's Hospital. And they obviously do a lot of kind of medical studies on twins because they're a great constant um, for to trial variables with and also to see how um, kind of your DNA versus environmental factors can kind of play into health and well-being. So, um, yeah, we, we, we've done that for a long time. You basically get everything, uh, loads of tests done from bone density to mental dexterity. And um, after a couple of years of doing that, Tim Spector, who heads up the research facility there, asked us if we wanted to have our guts analysed. Um, so the human, the human Genome Project just happened in the States and they realised that they could um, use the same uh, technology to sequence kind of your gut microbiome. And obviously at the point we, that point we were like, what on earth is that? Mm. Um, but the reason they wanted to do it on us was because, firstly, we were up for it. <laughs> and secondly, um, because Alana had arthritis when we were younger and they didn't know why. Because um, obviously, and it wasn't, hereditary because I didn't have it and we didn't think it was viral um, so yeah so we ended up saying yes uh, and we sent our two off in the post every day for two months and had a couple of colonoscopies and we were put on quite specific diets um, and different sort of regimes and tried different foods and then yeah they found out from our bodies that we only had 30% the same um, gut bacteria so to put it simply it's a little bit more complex than that but yeah, and, and then from then we just sort of were like all the kind of stuff that we were finding out when we were doing it, we were speaking to scientists from loads of different departments and we were like, God, if our pals knew this, they would be really fascinated. And that was really kind of how the basis from the business started was to just tell everyone what we were going through, really. Okay, awesome. So um, obviously that came about from your fascination with finding out that you only had sort of 30% of the same um microbiome so um yeah. were there any other revelations that you came about through that research yeah i think like physically there is um i guess i'm always a stone heavier um, and we don't really talk about this because we don't want it to focus on weight loss and we right. didn't know why and it turns out there's some certain types of um, bacteria and just kind of the makeup of my gut was was slightly different obviously um so that was like fascinating and then i guess like mostly like how different things it was connected to so um we were meeting not just gastroenterologists we were meeting the head of parkinson's research and the head of arthritis research and realizing that actually this wasn't just about digestive health um, it affected so much more and i think that was a sort of penny drop for us mm. i think uh, a lot of the time people just think of health as not being ill and well-being as some woo-woo thing and gone bath and actually what we were realizing was that there is a, a kind of a, a bigger holistic approach and there's a lot more that you can do um, beyond nutrition and everything's connected. What does the gut stuff now involve? Because it's expanded hugely. And when exactly did you start setting it up and uh, how long has it taken to get to this point today? Yeah, it's taken, I mean, it's, it feels like in some ways 
10 years <laughs> in some ways it feels like yesterday um, but we started off obviously just as an education platform so we were just putting like a lot of the studies that we were involved in on the website the only reason we called it the gut stuff is because our friends were like one minute you're interviewing pop stars on the red carpet at the Brits through radio and the next minute you're like at Reading University talking to Sandrine Klaus about probiotics <laughs> what's yeah. going on and we were like oh that gut stuff all that gut stuff anyway so yeah education platform and then we were going to sort of like gut health supper clubs to learn more obviously because we started to get fascinated and realizing that actually people were paying 90 quid to go and learn and get a tiny bit sauerkraut so our mates were doing supper clubs at the time they're sort of Scottish company and we were going there and drinking a lot of whiskey and having deep fried foods and we were like actually if we couldn't because people are in quite a malleable state when they're eating and everyone it's just quite a nice time to learn about new things like dinner table conversation and yeah so we did we started off in supper clubs and then time out I think named them like one of the best things to do in London so we started selling out 120 of them and then we the live bit kind of took off we did loads of events we took over old street stations then we realised that the base. We realised we had to get out of the echo chamber of London. Mm-hmm. So we took over Manchester Technology Centre and then Bristol. And now we have, yeah, e-commerce site. Um, we've got a product range coming out. We've got a corporate wellness package that we do everywhere from Facebook to advertising agencies. And yeah, and we're just about to sign a book deal. Wow. So yeah, there's loads of yeah, there's a quite a hefty team of us now. By hefty, I mean like eight to ten. Um, but still, it still feels like it's beyond just Alana and I, which is which is yeah, really amazing. So, and I think that's kind of grown out of both public awareness, uh, and also because I think we're probably talking about it in a bit of a slightly different way to everyone else. Fab, you guys are juggling so many different things now. Um, but how long has the company actually been running for? Two years. And it's all just grown organically, so it just shows how much want there is for the education out there. People are absolutely lapping it up. Yeah, I think so. And I think as well, like our audience is, is still, we thought as we, like, everything grew, we'd have maybe a bit of a more older, reactive audience, the people that already had digestive issues, which we do have and we do cater for that. But actually, most of our audience is kind of 18 to 35 uh, young people who are coming to us that want to learn about it from a well-being perspective and maybe more preventative measures. So that's pretty cool as well. That's interesting. And did you find when you moved outside of London, uh, obviously these trends and health, um, you know, health-focused tre- trends tend to, tend to start in London and then make their way out. Yeah. Um, so did did you notice a, a big divide in in the amount of knowledge once you moved outside the city? Yeah, massively. <laughs> it was like, although in London it was still quite polarised. So you would get some people that were like, "Can put your fear, woohoo, yeah, the microbiome." And then some people that were like, what on earth are you talking about? And then when we got to Manchester, um, people were like, what do you mean my beer belly? And it's like, I think we overestimate. Actually, a lot of people don't know, and I certainly didn't, what even your gut actually is. People just think it's your stomach. Um, and yeah, so I think that, that when we got there, it completely changed how we shaped the business. Um, and we've very much gone kind of back to basics uh, and teaching people yeah, the basics and and why and how they should be thinking about their gut health rather than lots of complex science and lots of products that people just aren't there yet. So really you can't be talking about products when you're right at that early stage. You just need to be teaching them the fundamentals and maybe even just yeah. teaching them about eating fruit and veg rather than worrying about probiotic supplements and all sorts. 
Yeah, I think so. Like, I think that some people are ready for probiotics. People take probiotics, but I think because of legislate because of the legislation, um, people are just still a bit confused as to what they do and why, and if they're efficacious or not. And I think we're still just getting round to even the fibre message is, is still fibre has kind of been the unsung hero for ages. And I think that, um, yeah, even that is where we kind of the sort of baseline knowledge we can take people to now is. Um, up in their fibre and just learning about all the different things that can affect your gut. And it just goes to show, doesn't it, that when you're part of an industry and you get wrapped up in your own echo chamber of discussion, that you can really start to feel like everyone's really aware, but you need to be uh, you need to be conscious of the fact that there are some people out there who really need to be told right from the beginning what on earth we're on about. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's, you know, I think that a lot of the time in this particularly in science, people work within their silos. And what we realised was that the scientists weren't necessarily speaking to clinicians, who weren't speaking to dietitians and nutritionists, who certainly weren't speaking to the public. And I think that if that clear dialogue isn't there, then how can we expect the public to know, um, to have any sort of baseline knowledge as well? And I think, yeah, some people live live in that world, you know, it's selling or and prebiotic chocolate and all that and I think it's just like mm. the messaging is all really quite confusing for for a lot of people um who still view foods as good foods and bad foods and a kind of one-size-fits-all diet model so I think it's about breaking down those behavioral changes first and so and so how do you tend to begin to start to explain this to people um when you're really coming in at that grassroots level I know like recently you were talking to an RAF base weren't you yeah (laughs) how do you go about starting the conversation with people like that yeah I mean I think it comes you kind of like we kind of treat it like DJing so we've got like when we do a DJ set we have maybe five tracks that we test out. So we have like a disco track, a hip-hop track um, that we can mix quite seamlessly and see what the crowd like. And I think it's very similar to gut health. It's kind of testing the where the baseline knowledge is. Um, people usually start to glaze over it, like short-chain fatty acids tends to be the, <laughs> tends to be the glaze-over moment. And I think that, yeah, it's, um, I think it's just being transparent and not patronising people. So being transparent about where the science is at, being transparent about how much we know personally, um, and then using kind of references that people understand, really, I think. Yeah, I think that's what people really enjoy about your videos as well. You're, you're very honest um, about the fact yeah. that you are amateurs, like you, you don't have all of the knowledge. Well, you've probably got a lot of knowledge now, but from the start, you've said, you know, we're just learning. Um, and I think that's what really endears people towards your videos and your workshops and everything. Um, people don't feel like they're going to be scared by the things that you guys are saying. Yeah. But if you're there, if you're presenting, then you're going to make it easy to understand. Yeah, hopefully. And I hope people kind of feel like they're on the journey with us as well. Because I think the difficulty we come across with a lot of people, particularly in nutrition, is that people tend to get a bit preachy. And there's a lot of infighting that goes on, um, which doesn't help <laughs> anyone. Um, let alone kind of the public. So, yeah, we kind of wanted to be the spokesperson for everyone else. And I think that, you know, a lot of voices are better than one. And that's what we've tried to do at The Gut Stuff is create a a lot of um, different voices in the space from lots of different disciplines Mm -hmm. so that people can take the information and decide what themselves. Because I think one person's advice, um, you know, can be quite limited. And 
yeah, it's just good to have lots of different opinions, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And is there any particular subject that you find particularly pricks people's ears? Yeah, the gut brain axis, I think. Um, so kind of the link between gut health and mental health. Yeah. Um, I think just because it seems so, you know, it, people are, it feels like your gut would be so dis- disconnected with your brain and pre- people treat them so differently. Mm-hmm. And I think that people get excited by the fact that perhaps there's another thing at play that we've got control of that could contribute um, to better mental health. So I think that immunity is another one that people tend to... Cause I think when we first heard about immunity, you just think echinacea and colds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because we, we actually met an amazing immunologist called Danny Altman. Um, and then you forget it's obviously like autoimmune diseases and, and, and inflammation and all these other things that contribute um, to that. So, yeah, I mean, all of it is amazing, but I think you just have to find the facts that people find most interesting. And all you all you can possibly do at this stage is pique their interest to find out more for, them, for themselves, I think. Yeah, and it's kind of not surprising that people are particularly interested in immune health and um, mental health because those are just two huge subjects anyway in the health yeah even if you're not talking about the gut microbiome so yeah i guess people are just really excited to hear there's this possible natural way of improving both of these elements of their health no i was just going to say yeah i think it's something that they're in control of and i think that um that is really empowering for a lot of people when when before we've been sort of told and peddled that there you have to spend lots of money on your well-being or if you can't afford a nutritionist then um then you've just got to sort of suffer in silence and hope for the best. And I think that democratising all the information is, is really empowering for a lot of people. So, yeah, that's what we're kind of trying to do as best we can. Um, and so just thinking back to your e-commerce page that you were talking about on your website. Yeah. I was interested to know um, which one, which products do you find are the best sellers on there? So we're actually just about to completely rehaul all of it um, and yeah analyze it a bit better than, than we were because everything's happened so quickly um yeah we're just just a little nice and analytics um, audit of it um it's actually books uh, at the minute and i think that's because people um uh want to learn more once we've kind of piqued their interest so yeah that's kind of indicative that people are still in the education phase Mm, uh, really a bit more diff- yeah I know I know um food's a, just a little bit more difficult to sell online because obviously with child chain and people don't tend to buy their food online especially not in the UK um but obviously with supplements and stuff people that's the kind of area that people are looking into but yeah it's really heartwarming to see that books and then our gut diaries are the kind of the best seller on there um and we kind of asked our community if they wanted to have an electronic uh, diary or app or if they wanted to have a physical book and everyone's had a physical book so which I was yeah again kind of pleased by yeah, <laughs> we've not gone fully cyber yet absolutely no that's that's really good idea I mean because we're always talking about oh we shouldn't talk about probiotics like they're the, the cure-all silver bullet but um, clearly if people are wanting to buy books and um, and diet diaries um, then that people don't just want to buy a probiotic and hope for the best they do want to learn they want to find out exactly how it affects their health yeah and i think you know probiotics aren't cheap so people want to know where they're putting their money and if it's working or not so i think that we are 
yeah, coming into a phase where audiences can be more info- informed and a lot of people do a lot of research before they buy stuff now. So I think it's important that we give them that information to make the best choices for them. Yeah, and it's just a really good way of pointing out the message that once you've given people the information, that empowers them to then feel confident enough to spend their money on the products. Um, and until yeah. they do that, they're really not going to feel confident to um, to do that. Yeah, and it's fair. Do you know what I mean? It's the most fair way, I think. If a lot of people don't have access to or know, and we certainly didn't, we did definitely did not read certain publications <laughs> where... Um, yeah when we were younger and I think that yeah that the information has to be available and accessible to everyone so there's a fair playing field I guess. And you mentioned that you'll be starting your own range and even bringing out your own book so are you able to tell us a bit more about that? Soon <laughs> I'm, not able to, I'm the worst honestly I yeah our commercial director shouts at me all the time because <laughs> um, but the, um, yeah no the food range the first we launch uh, in spring which is obviously really soon um, and stressful but I'm just really excited that we're kind of <laughs> that we're yeah trying to make something that's available to everyone and not just for certain supermarkets, lifestyles and price points. I think that okay. that's the thing that excites us, that excites us most because I think there has to be a purpose beyond just selling stuff. And I hope that, yeah, that comes across. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, You'll um, be the first to know, don't worry, as soon as I can, I'll text you. <laughs> so people um, are probably wanting to hear how they can um, communicate with their consumers. Um, so you've given plenty of tips already, but um, I'm thinking about what different platforms you use. Obviously, you make videos, um, you, you, you hold workshops. People don't necessarily have the ability to do all those things. But something else you use is social media. Um, so it's, people are likely to think, oh, it's a very difficult subject to discuss on Instagram because you need some like, fancy picture that's going to draw people's attention and how are you meant to do that with the microbiome. Um, how do you guys do it? I think we, I mean, we try and be as playful as we can with it. So um, I think that our kind of aim was that people didn't, that all those things around science on Instagram tend to look the same. So they tend to be quite clinical. Um, they tend to use a similar type of word and, and quite sort of white uh, imagery. And I think that, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things on our social media. Um, but I think it, we wanted to disrupt that. Um, and speak to our audience like the music artists that they like speak to or like Apple, Nike and other brands speak to because essentially that's who you're competing against. Mm -hmm. You're competing against people's time and you're competing against um, because their likes, you're not, well, you're competing for their likes Mm -hmm. um, and you're competing for their attention. So you have to be talking to them and thinking about it as your competitors is everyone else in pop culture and entertainment and the things that interest them. So you take inspiration from those those big brands and those big pop names? Yeah, I mean, it helps that we, we've come from the music industry, I think. <laughs> um, so we're used, to, we're used to speaking like that. And I think that we've always, um, yeah, when we've been doing, like we've done everything from the official charts to Love Island, and we, we think what would the audience that we used to play or still DJ to them, um, how would they want to hear about this? Uh, and I think that's kind of, that's how we keep bringing back our tone of voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 
so and would you say um that it's important to bring in someone to the company who uh is a little bit more someone who social media comes a little bit more naturally to in order to do the communication side of things on that side well i don't know we kind of toy with this um our social media manager is our age so she's of our generation uh but we've had a wide range of different social media managers i think it's just someone that because obviously there's the kind of creative aspects of it and then the execution and yes of course my little cousins sometimes i phone them and ask them oh and if i use tiktok and so they're kind of it's more innate for them so they use social media and instagram in a bit of a different way to us um but i think it's important we've got so many different types of people at the gut stuff and it's important um, yeah, to have a, a diverse range of people, so you've got lots of different opinions of different ages, and I think that yeah, our audience is so varied, so we have to reflect that in the business. Yeah. Just confer- do, you, do you mind if I ask how old you and Alana are? I'm 31. Yeah, some days I feel like 61, but <laughs> just 31. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have a lot of conviction about it. Um, but yeah, I think that as well, like that's kind of I think how we got through. Um, kind of being DJs and that lifestyle, looking after our gut health and trying to look after our well-being alongside it. Uh, and I think hopefully that's why it resonates with people because we're definitely not angels. Um, and, yeah, everyone can do a little bit more towards their gut health and well-being, even if you want to go out and drink lots of vodka and party hard. So would you say that you've changed your lifestyles a lot since what you've learned? I mean, we now have. Because uh, <laughs> at one point we were... At one point, we were uh, running the business, and I just remember one week we were um, uh, we took over Old Street Station, and we were on to Love Island at the time. So we had four gigs that week, and we had we were doing seven till seven at Old Street, getting on a flight, going on stage at one a.m. and coming back for seven again. Um, and I remember thinking, we're definitely not practicing what we're preaching here. We need to behave. <laughs> And uh, really start making, creating some boundaries for this because it, yeah, it was, it was a bit too much. And and also like our cortisol levels were really high, our white blood cells and our platelets were really low. Um, and yeah, we definitely so we've made some more better decisions this year to to free up some more time to hang out with the dogs and read books. <laughs> Awesome. Right. Well, I think that's that's pretty much all the time we've got today. But thank you so much. Um, for coming no, to thanks for having me. It's been thank you. Um, yeah, you've got you've got some fantastic insights on on the best way to communicate with um, consumers. And honestly, what you guys are doing is awesome because, um, like you say, you've only been doing it for two years, um, and it's it's a subject that was pretty much non-existent in people's eyes in maybe five years ago. Um, and it's now becoming like a cool subject for people to talk about. Um, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so it's really um, fantastic that we can see that consumers are starting to feel empowered to invest in this sector. Um, so I've um, I've been following you guys on Instagram and I'll be watching what you're up to and we'll all look out for your new range and your book. Um, and yeah, I just hope it all continues to develop um, as, as well as it has been the last two years. Perfect. I hope so too. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, Lisa. Thank you.